Hi, welcome to The Road Least Traveled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. Today, I want to share with you a simple tip on how to respond to someone breaking up with you with style and elegance, but more importantly, with self-love. Breakups are painful no matter how it's done, whether it was with cruelty or recklessness, or even with genuine kindness and compassion. No matter how it was done, there's one thing you can do to save yourself from more unnecessary pain, and it's easier than you think. Well, it's not easy, easy, but uh, it'll save you a lot of pain. You see, people have different ways to break up with someone. How they do it really depends on their level of wisdom, courage, and the level of honesty they're capable of. A common mistake we've all made is the need to understand why it happened. And you drive yourself crazy trying. Look, I understand. I completely understand, but... In most cases, you're not going to get the truth from the dumper. And if you sought to understand it immediately, you'll just be inviting them to gaslight you. So do this one thing instead. When someone breaks up with you, just say, okay. And if they have the audacity to say, what, is that it? Just like that? Then you reply, yes. And then you politely show them the door and let them go. There and then, let them go. You can break down and deal with all the crap after they've left. It's important you do that, and I'll tell you why. Because most breakups are not done on a fair playing field. When someone breaks up with you, they're well prepared, while you just got the memo. Listen, I don't care what they tell you, but people don't just wake up one morning and decide to break up with you, and therefore are on the same page as you. It's never fair. When they inform you of the news, they're already on the last page while you're only halfway through the title of the book. And the idea would have been brewing in their minds for months, sometimes even years, except you're the only one who didn't see it coming. And why didn't you see it coming? Because the closer it gets to the breakup, the nicer they are. They're racked with guilt. Suddenly they behave like a proper partner you've waited years for them to become. It feels kind of weird, And you think, oh, they've finally grown up and starting to take responsibility for their part of the relationship. And you're kind of like hopeful and all. And then they drop the bomb. Your initial reaction is shock, pure, utter shock. Your minds are blank and at the same time jammed up with a quagmire of thoughts. And there they are giving a spectacular performance on how it's hurting them as much as it's hurting you. The bullshit they come up with, I tell you, is like they all read the same textbook. It's not you, it's me. You deserve someone better. And and here's my favorite. Can we still be friends? I really value our friendship. This must be the shittiest BS of all. No, you don't value the friendship. You value what you can get on your terms, all the perks of a relationship without any of the responsibilities. That's what you value. So they ramble on, or maybe they're crying about how much it hurts them to lose you, how much pain they're in, and you being a nice person who's in shock and brain dead are being gaslighted. And if you buy their BS, there will be long-term effects of gaslighting. 
Now I'm going to dish out some tough love, so don't take offense, okay? I'm just trying to save you from more pain. While they're telling you how much you still mean to them, what's actually on their mind is this. Oh, dear Lord, I really don't want to feel bad about this. So I'll just say whatever makes me feel better and that makes me look less evil. Hmm, what shall I wear to the party tonight? Hope so-and-so is going to be there. Oh, she's hot. You see, they've already emotionally checked out. They've moved on. Everything they say to you is for one reason only, to not feel bad about themselves. They expect you to accept their decision just like that at the snap of a finger, like you're an emotionless plastic mannequin or something, you know? Why? For one reason, to not feel bad about themselves. They want everything to be okay immediately. So, my lovelies, you too must have only one thing on your mind. You and your well-being. Don't fall for their BS. What their poetic little cliches really mean is that they don't want you. Look, I feel bad saying this, but... Well, it doesn't mean that you're an undesirable person. It just means that they don't find you desirable at that point in time. And your worth is not measured by how they feel about you. Do you understand? At that point, they believe that their life will smell of roses and honey the moment they walk away from you. It means that they think they can get someone better. Or at the very least, that their life will be better without you. Every moment you cling on to them is one moment further from their beautiful, sweet-smelling dream. So let them go. If you think they're mistaken, then let them feel the consequences. Don't stop them. If they've made a mistake, let them come groveling back. Just don't hold your breath. Time is precious. Your time is precious. So don't waste it on someone who thinks they can get someone better than you. Don't waste it on someone who won't make real efforts to be with you. So do yourself a favor and let them go. There and then, let them go. There's nothing you can do about it anyway. Don't plead, don't beg, and please, please do not say that you love them. It's not going to make them love you back, and that's not what they want to hear from you. Don't threaten, don't play the victim, don't blame. None of that does you any good, and it'll just make you look even more undesirable to them. Just say okay and let them leave. Oh, another thing, if they broke up with you in a vague way, don't chase for closure. Being kind to yourself means being brutally honest with yourself. Ask yourself, why do you want closure from them? Is it because you're hoping that change their mind? Is it because you want further discussion about the breakup? Again, hoping that they change their mind. Is there a guarantee that they'll even give you the truth? And if they do, Will you be satisfied with whatever their reasons are? Chasing them for closure means you're giving them the power to make you feel better or worse. So take back your autonomy and do the closure yourself. Even if sometime later they ask to meet up with you to do the closure thing, maybe you should consider saying no because they're doing it because they want to feel better. They want to do the right thing. But that's not necessarily what's right for you. You'll just drag the whole breakup longer. Do you want that? What's right for you is to take back your autonomy and do the closure yourself. Look, if you really want them back, then giving them what they want and letting them go is your best chance. After that, you have all the time and space to think about what you really want. 
And it may not even be them. You never know if you don't give yourself the time and space. You need that space to gather yourself together and to get some clarity. There's no need to be afraid because either way you stand to gain a lot from this. If you feel like the biggest idiot on earth and embarrassed for being pathetic, know this. Your reaction is not because you're weak and it's not because you're undesirable, but because the rug was pulled from under your feet so suddenly, so mercilessly and so recklessly. Forgive yourself for that. Focus on you, not them. Don't think about the future. Don't think about how to get them back. The only person you should be thinking of at that moment is you. Even though breakups involve two people, for the one being dumped, it has to be seen as a personal journey of some sort. Now, you may not agree with me, but I do feel that the more horrible and unfair the breakup is, the more empowering it can be for the person who got dumped. Now, this doesn't mean I'm invalidating your feelings or minimizing your experience if you're going through a breakup now. And my heart goes to you. But if both of you had your individual flaws and you were the only one willing to work on the relationship, then I'd say that the one with the upper hand is not the dumper. It's actually the person who got dumped. And here's why. Their lack of courage, accountability, wisdom, compassion, honesty, and integrity all those qualities they lack, make them yours. Make you the one with courage, accountability, wisdom, compassion, honesty, and integrity. You know, I've never liked the phrase, it's their loss. A lot of people like to say that just to make you feel better, but I think it's toxic positivity. At the beginning, you don't even believe it. And by the end, I promise you, you won't even give a shit about it. Why should it matter? Their loss or gain is their business, not yours. Your business is to nurse your broken heart in a healthy way that's kind to yourself, to give you everything they didn't give you. More importantly, give yourself the honesty and integrity they didn't give you. Make you the person who never abandons you, who treats you the way you deserve, who respects you. Being kind to yourself also means forgiving yourself, for your part in the deterioration of the relationship, it's never only one person's fault unless, you know, they're a totally unreasonable and abusive a-hole. And even so, your part was you stayed with them. So forgive yourself. Because when you forgive yourself, forgiving someone else comes naturally. You don't have to make an effort to do it. Just don't judge them. That's good enough. When we take accountability for our part, that's the beginning of the ultimate journey of self-love. So back to them walking out the door. You're now by yourself, or maybe you want to call a friend. This is where you have to do what you need to do. Just please don't harm yourself. It might not make sense now, but the truth is nobody, absolutely nobody is worth you harming yourself over. Once you've got over the shock, denial sets in pretty quickly. Sometimes they're there at the same time. You'll go through the first few steps of the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross stages of grief, which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and finally, acceptance. Actually, I'd like to make a small amendment to that and include self-pity, because I think it's really important. Self-pity is good. It really gets into the core of your being, you know. I fully encourage it. But only for a while, a few days maybe, just soak it in, lather yourself in it, rub it all over you, and then pick yourself up. 
take a nice long shower and prepare yourself for hot, thick anger. As you go through these stages, which, by the way, are not in any particular order, as I'm sure you already know, just let them come to you and feel all the emotions. Cry the whole day. Crying is good. It's cleansing. Anything but give in to the temptation to call your dumper. If they text or call you, don't reply. They're probably wondering why you so calmly said, okay, and why you let them go so easily. Do you not care? Were you intending to break up with them anyway? Let them wonder. What do you think you should do? Console them? Now, I'm not suggesting you play mind games, okay? But because, remember, the only person you're concerned about now is you. Do whatever you need to do. Be in your PJs 24-7. Eat junk food. Binge watch TV. Go out with friends. Just don't call or text them. And don't stalk their social media. Practice some self-control. You see, self-control is not about pushing down our emotions but more about awareness of our emotions and not let them take over and pull us down the rabbit hole. It's hard, I know, but what else can you do? You can't make them want you. Whatever you say to get them back will only repel them further. They're enjoying their freedom right now, like a caged bird set free. Yeah, they feel like a caged bird set free now. And returning to what they perceived as a cage, now you're getting my drift. So take this time to focus on yourself. Don't be desperate. Well, sometimes you can't help feeling desperate, but you can choose not to act on it. Do you know anyone who writes in their dating profile, seeking a desperate person to spend the rest of my life with? If there's such a profile, would you be attracted to them? Well, there you go. At some point, you'll be searching for a grain of hope, any tiny grain of hope, and you'll suddenly remember that they said they wanted to be friends. Now, I have some questions for you. What does friendship even mean in this context? Does it mean you can call them at 3 a.m. like you'd call a best friend and cry in their ear? Or bitch mercilessly about your dumper and both end up laughing at their expense? Will they drive to your place with a huge bag of junk food like a friend would? Can you really have an honest conversation with them like you do with a good friend? Will they give you good advice? And did you have a good friendship to begin with? Do you still have romantic feelings for them? So... So tell me, why do you think they want to be friends? So they can do all the above for you when they didn't even do it during your relationship? Let me tell you this. If they don't care enough to work at a relationship with you, then you don't owe it to them to stay in a friendship with them. You know there's this person who has loved you your entire life and will continue to do so till you die, who loves you unconditionally, the best friend you ever had, Someone you've been ignoring. No, not dorky Dan from next door. Someone closer to home. That person is right here, whose constant whispers of I love you were ignored again and again. That person is you. We try so hard to learn to love ourselves, but it's not about learning to love ourselves because we already do. We just haven't been listening. Now I want to wrap this up by saying, and please listen carefully, when someone breaks up with you, when they don't want you, make that the beginning of your journey in wanting yourself. One of my favorite poems is called Love After Love by Derek Walcott. I can't read it here. I'll be sued for copyright infringement, and I'm not willing to go through that for you yet. You can check it out online. It's called Love After Love by Derek Walcott. 
So you have a good day, okay? I wish you love and everything nice. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it. 